right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of BS and Bourbon. I'm Bob, and as always, now as always, I've got Daniel, and I've got James. Daniel, how you doing, buddy? I'm good, man. How about you? Man, it's all so awesome to have you here uh, drinking some bourbon with us, man. we got a pretty good lineup today, don't we? It's always awesome to drink bourbon. Yeah. James, how you doing? So you put me last? Yeah. <laughs> okay. How are you doing? Okay. I'm fine. I'm tired of being last, damn it. I'm always last. Well, I mean, I got to go second this time. Yeah, why can't I? Okay. Daniel did such a great job on the past couple episodes that he and I recorded together. You know, I felt yeah. like I deserved a good little intro. Yeah. I mean, is it not bad that the best episodes you ever recorded, you weren't even there? Uh, no, no. It, it was quite possible that it was just me and Daniel. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite possible. Yeah, yeah. Like you would have well, had I, a good idea like that. That's what I keep hearing. It might have been because I was there. Yeah, I think so. Daniel yeah. Daniel brings oh, yeah. a great level of knowledge and sophistication to the But hey, show. here's one thing. <laughs> I don't know if I bring either, to be honest with you. I really don't think I do. Here's one thing. If you'll listen closely, he has two different sets of tasting notes on his larceny. L- listen back. Listen back. You got two different sets of tasting notes. I haven't, I haven't listened to notes. the second one. So. Two different sets of tasting notes. I mean, I, one time I was kind of trying to mock Bob with my tasting notes. All right. So um, jumping right on into the bourbon. We are going to be reviewing Russell Mann, which, James, you want to give the details on Russell Mann since well, you picked and, it? Well, uh, and we're also going to be putting your, your opinion to the test because you said when you first tasted it back in uh, September when we brought it back that, that it reminded you of an older turkey. So we're going to be drinking on the Russell's Man, uh, a label that's just mediocre, a sticker just mediocre see, again he goes there i'm gonna start releasing first drafts of your sticker so people can see you where don't you understand start. how artist works i, I think i was it. very very clear that the first draft weren't that good it wasn't a first draft and as you did it it kept getting better and better it wasn't a first you know, draft you know what made that sticker right there the crinkling the crinkling the, no the 25 good. cent off made that sticker the, so. cr- the crinkling makes that sticker makes it look like a pouch of red man that's yeah. been in your back pocket half the day and you got I mean, to know when to distinguish a red man and it not be crinkled no no it comes out of the box i mean i, I think i'm probably the resident expert on tobacco coping i've never seen no, a crinkled you, can of you red man <laughs> it gets wet it crinkled but when it comes out of the box out of the box it's not crinkled but as soon as you fold it and then put it in your pocket it's crinkled yeah that's why that's why i just said it looks like it came out of your back pocket well, anyway <laughs> i'll teach you i'll teach you the steps of an artiste bob an artiste so you have you have a you have your mock-up so that was my mock-up i, I built it driving back from wild turkey to georgia now you had that that's sucker funny. done up there already because you said you showed eddie and bruce and they're like oh that's cool no, I just showed him a Redman pack. I didn't have it. I, I built this on the way back. I mean, with, the first one, I mean, you sent me one iteration where he had a headdress on. That's because y'all wanted it. I didn't want it. <laughs> y'all said, well, what about if you had a headdress? I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I didn't that. say that, did I? Uh, I, just, I just remember I remember, saying I just remember getting one, and I was like, no, that ain't going to work. Oh, I didn't like it either because it didn't look good, number one. But anyway, it turned out all right. But it is from Warehouse G, and it's 750 milliliters net weight. That's what it says on the pack right there. Let me get some damn stats here. And then it is floor four, barrel number 20-0666. That's mark of the devil. I like the fact that it was distilled on my son's birthday. The number of the beast. 11-2-11 distilled. Dumped on 9-3-20. Bottled on 10-27-20. It wasn't distilled 11-21? Oh, shit, and all the slashes went together. Sorry. Yeah, it's eleven twenty-one. Yeah, yeah. All the slash. There's a bunch of slashes, right? Look at that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, there are. any dyslexic person freaks out over at me slashes. So yes, it is eleven twenty-one. 
11. I'm sorry. The year before my son was born. Well, so he wasn't, so it's really not on his birthday because he wasn't born yet. Right. Okay. All right, so we're going to be tasting that one. And then apparently two people are going to be tasting a non-eight-year uh, 101. We'll enjoy it, Daniel. Don't and then also we're going to be tasting. You got big old four, too. <laughs> we're going to be. Yeah. We're going to be tasting a bottle that we got from Michael Williams from Grapevine Wine and Spirits up in Tennessee, and it's distilled on the same day. It is dumped. Let me verify. Um, it's actually dumped uh, about a week or no, it was dumped a month later, but it was bottled on the same day. Well, that's pretty funny, ain't it? As funny as you, James. Yeah, okay. Well, they do dump it, and I mean, I've I've never been to the Wild Turkey bottling line, so I honestly don't know. Do they dump it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, out of ours, all the places up there that I've been to, I've actually never been to Wild Turkey, and that's my next place I'm going to visit. But you don't go, to, you don't get to go see the bottling, though. I don't think so. Yeah, so it was dumped uh, and bottled a month, almost two months. It was bottled almost two months after it was dumped on the Russell's man. Damn. And it was 20 days from when it was dumped on this one. This one doesn't have a cool sticker. Is that sticker okay, Bob? I think the Russell's. Reserve, that is. I, think, Russell, I okay. think the Russell Reserve sticker is cool. All right. Good job. So it is... Uh, dump it out, all right? Bob stole my cork, and it doesn't have a cork okay. in it. So it is bottle 20-0668, so it's two bottles down, or two barrels down from what we picked. So we're going to compare them. And to be honest, I I don't think I've ever had two Russell Reserve that close together. I don't think it's something somebody people pay attention to, really. I mean, the only reason Michael sent some samples to us, and I actually had my wife blind some of the samples he sent to us, and that's right here. I just never noticed it until he said, hey, it's a G2, and he sent me the picture. And I'm like, that's two two barrels down. I don't know if they lay them out like they do at Four Roses or not. but It may not be sequential, I mean, but it's pretty close. So same floor? Same floor, yep. And the other, the Twisted Turkey that we got, it's same floor, but it's uh, 60 bottles difference. It's a uh, zero seven twenty one. All right, you ready to dive into uh, Russell Man? I mean, a lot of people have had Russell Man. A lot of people love Russell Man. Russell Man is a really, really solid pick. Diane did a good job. All right, James, what you get on the nose? Bourbon. All right, Daniel, a sophisticated man that brings elegance to this podcast. What do you get on the nose? Bourbon. <laughs> I had to. I couldn't resist. You have to be quite honest. I get like toffee, like Heath Bar toffee. I can't get my chair just right. I'm sure it's squeaking like crazy on here. Yeah, and your knee hitting against it probably ain't no good. Either. That was my boot. I'll edit it out. Don't worry. I could put a beat to the show. We're good. <laughs> that is pegging out everybody. It's very, it's got a very sweet nose. Oh, it's very I mean, like, sweet. You know, I mean, it's, to me, it first kind of hits you as like brown sugar and caramel. That was one of the first things that I noticed with this. Maybe a little bit of plum. Like, to me, Russell Sugar Reserve, babies. To me, Russell Reserve is typically very spicy. Mm-hmm. It's not. This is not. It. I get um, like sugar babies, not sugar daddies, because sugar daddies and sugar babies taste different. They do, yeah. But the, the, the coated sugar babies, that's what I get on it. I know. And I, I love sugar babies. Water. Not smelling good today. Yeah, we noticed. <laughs> we Your noticed. face is all red. <laughs> Yo, they're sweating. Yeah. Is your blood pressure all right? It's probably a little bit elevated right now. A little bit elevated. All right. Well, you can take it down with alcohol, I think. It'll thin the blood out. Thin the blood. Sure. Well, if you thin it, less pressure. Mm-hmm. So we're doing therapeutic goodness today. This is good. I mean, this is really good. I mean, it's, it's totally it's totally different. I mean, that's one of the reasons that, that me and Tommy loved it is it's not your typical Russell Reserve Mm-mm. that we know of today. I don't have any history with Dusty Wild Turkey. So it's got a little bit, like I get a little spice up front. 
And it finishes a little bit of spice, but it's so sweet and caramelly. Vanilla sugar cookie, you know. I mean, it, it, I'm not going to lie to you. I just drank it all already, so I mean, it, I just, mm. it reminds me good. of the NBC we picked. It reminds me of the NBC we picked. The NBC, to me, I, I've thought about it. I wish we had more of a sample, but. Well, we'll have enough of it here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, but it, literally, it, it reminded me of the milk left when you eat Honey Nut Cheerios. It it was just sweet and, and full of, like. It's a little bit more of a different sweet. Though, almost like a cookie, though. Little, like vanilla sugar cookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm talking about the, the NBC, uh-huh. like a cookie. But this reminds me of it. More caramel into this, though. What would you say? Caramel creme brulee? Is that what you said mm. originally? I like it. No, I, I when as soon as you know y'all came back and we went over there and tasted it, I was like, no, this is this is good. This is dangerous, good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, so dangerous. I've already missing a bottle. I wish we'd have took more. <laughs> I wish we could have got more of it for real. Yeah, what, could, this was actually a short yield one. It was, for it was a little short. It was like twenty six cases or something like that. It wasn't a ton. Yeah, no. for Russell's, it's really short. What yeah. was? The last four roses we did, how many cases was that? It was 138 bottles. Damn, I can't remember. This was 144 bottles. Yeah, which is, I mean. Fairly low, fairly low for us. Because this is proof down. Yeah, if it's barrel proof. I mean, he said it was 116, so it's not really that big of a, of a drop. but Down to 110? Yeah. I mean, I mean it, they added a few gallons of water to it. But this don't drink like 110. No. Nah. It drinks like 94 proof. Smooth. Hmm. Oh, like wait. Now, you, you say that word smooth. Mm-hmm. Rocky Kaufman ain't going to give you his good stuff now. I don't give shit. <laughs> Rocky Kaufman made a point. So he tired of hearing people say it's smooth. If, if, you, if smooth can't be a tasty note, then caramel and... and, and Silky, a, creamy. A spicy. None of that can be... I mean, seriously. Well, ca- caramel mean, probably. Smooth means... Because, for example, to me, 1792, small batch, is rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. That's not smooth. Well, then you can't. I mean, if you listen to some people saying you can't say smooth, then you can't say it's rough around the edges. No, no, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think it's a very valid tasting note. I do too. I mean, if something goes down and you don't have, if you get something, you, you get a facial expression. You know, like my wife makes fun of us sometimes when we make our facial expressions like we don't like it. That's typically a spicy bourbon. Mm. You can drink this, and it's like if it's like drinking water almost, it's smooth. Yeah, and, and I would even say that this doesn't even really have that much of a hug. Mm, it it um it, it stays there a while though. It, yeah, it, but not it lingers. It doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't like burn right here in the chest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It lingers. It lingers a lot. It's good. I like it. Yeah, but it's got a good sweet lingering, you know. Mm-hmm. But you don't get any spice on it at all, Daniel. Not it's of, not spicy. Just of, a little a spice. Very little bit. Yeah. I mean, and it's it's even like a mild spice. I mean, you know, like uh, it's like a it's like a muted cinnamon. <laughs> muted no muted oak on it though but i'll get any oak on this at all i got one thing to ask is there any cherry cola in it because <laughs> not, not in this one buddy. okay there, right. there is no cherry cola because right. every because every show we've done recently had cherry cola <laughs> no there's no cherry cola okay. in this one it's good, good. though um, i'm i love it i mean i'm happy with it um i guess it's it's the first pick since we've been together i hadn't been with you on i think well i think and i'm glad we're doing two g's here mm-hmm because I, I know some of the critique we get back from listeners is, well, you know, this is gone. Sorry, Russell Man's gone. You can't mm-hmm. get it. No. However, you can be on the lookout for Warehouse G. And we're about to try another one. Yeah. And we can say, you know, there, there's some similarities. Yeah, let's hit that one next. So, let's get the eight and hit that one next. All right, so we're going to try the Grapevine 
uh, wine and spirits from, I think it's from somewhere around Nashville. So it's uh, two barrels down, same floor. I mean, pretty much same thing. So let's compare it. So now on this one on the nose, I'm getting a little bit more spice on the nose than on ours. Ours is just candy sweet. But no, I mean, on the nose, a little bit spicier. I don't... I get a, I, I do get a mint to it. Palette's nowhere near. Nowhere near. Got a really good nose, though. Yeah, the finish is on par, but for the front of the palate, it's it's subdued compared to Russell's, man. When you say subdued, what do you mean? It's not as flavorful. Can you, can you give me a synonym for that? Subdued? Mm. I'm not saying it. <laughs> I'm not saying it. it, you jackass. I can do it. It's, it's not... It's not on the level as Russell Man. The nose is a little bit hotter. I mean, it's got a little bit more burn in the nostrils, uh, but well, I mean, it does have a little bit of a sweeter nose to it, though. That's exactly what Bob just said, but, you know. But I, Roll I, on. I mean, I agree. On, on, on the taste, on the front end of the palate, very flat. Yeah. And now, it has a good finish. It, it, the finish is on par with – it's almost like you, like you start out and you turn the it's volume almost, up. It's almost like Russell's Man lower proof. Now, do you, want to, you know what this reminds me of? Have you ever made like the, like the little packet of blueberry muffins? You know, that has like not real blueberries in it, but like the little like... Fake blueberries? Yeah. And you, have you ever eaten that dough? I don't like blueberries. But that's what this reminds me of. Is that like cheap dough? Because it's kind of just like real flat, one note, kind of a little sweet, but no depth. So what I'm going to do is go that back and the listen. Most, that might be the most bizarre tasting I've ever heard. Yeah, I think, yeah. <laughs> um, just I'm, saying. But... It, you can't use like the nice one where you fold in like real blueberries though, because that that's got good. Taste. I mean, it's got a little bit of a muffin note to it, yeah, Bob. But I mean, <laughs> go on. God, <laughs> what do we call it a muffin top? <laughs> well, anyway, so I didn't write. I looked back in my wild turkey book where I wrote down my my stuff for the tasting, and I didn't write down barrel numbers. I'm going to go back and listen to the live because he named off the barrel numbers, and I think we tasted this G first. It, it reminds me so much, and the reason why we picked the G we did is because it, it amplified the flavors of the original G. If it didn't, it was very close to it. I mean, I, I mean, it's not bad. No. Just com- if it was by itself, I would say this was exceptional. No, it's really good. But compared to that one, it's just not the same. All right, so now let's try to, and, it, and it's hard just from two, but let's talk about some similarities because you will find people that chase down the CNF that chase mm-hmm. down the CNA, that chase down warehouse, whatever. I'll, I'll never chase another Camp Nelson. But there are people who do. Yeah, yeah, teach their own. I mean, I like G's. Well, um, now we're seeing a run of G's come out. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they're, they're hitting their stride on this one. So let's talk about maybe some similarities that you like between the two. Uh, I mean, the sweetness. Yeah. No, no, no doubt about it. They're both smooth. They're both smooth, but they're, they're both sweet. They've both got that caramel flavor to it. Lack of normal spice. turkey spice. I think they're very, they're very close. It's they're good. Just, yeah, they're good. I mean, tasting them back to back, side by side, it's just a little bit of a difference on the front end of the palate. But it, I think the finishes are almost identical. Mm-hmm. And, and it's the same thing. Like, you know, like when you go to Four Roses and you're trying all 10 recipes, they're all good. You're, you're splitting hairs deciding which one you like best. This one, I think we all agree that we like Russell Band best, you know? And that's not to say that we're biased because we picked it. There's some very significant palate difference. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that grapevine pick. And I do notice it's Eddie Russell for grapevine, so Eddie picked it. Yeah. They didn't pick it. Now, what I'm pouring for James... Oh, you got cork in it. December of 1998. 
uh, I, what I thought was eight-year 101 because it's got a big eight on it. And uh, you know what happens when you assume? Because I wish it was an eight-year 101. Well, that's not my fault. I was just saying I was telling a story uh-huh. because we talked about it how many times? But I now am going to seek out and buy an eight-year 101. But there's probably not an eight 101 in 98. No, okay. not in 98. Then don't worry about it. So it ain't I, no- I don't know. Now, it surprises me because... The bourbon boom didn't happen, Daniel, help me out with this one. The bourbon boom happened starting in, like, 2010? Yeah, like 2010, 2012. Yeah, so... More, more about 2012, I mean, because I remember we were just just starting to kind of start do barrel picks about 2010. You know and, why there's uh, no eight-year on it? Because they mix in lower because they ain't got to pay taxes on them. Well, That's but, why they took eight statements off. They didn't change that tax thing until later. Well, it's a, not only that, but I mean, you know, you know, they they might may not have had enough eight year old product to sustain wild turkey one hundred one proof at eight years. But no, but in the nineties there was a bourbon glut. I mean, I mean that's why Stitzel Weller went bankrupt in ninety one. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean that, there was just ninety one is one thing, ninety eight, ninety nine is another thing though. Now the only thing that I can think of the happened, uh, the only thing that I can think of that happened was the Heaven Hill Fire in ninety six, and a lot of distilleries st- stepped up and sent product. So is it possible that Wild Turkey sent a lot of product to help out Heaven Hill after the fire and didn't have the eight-year in supply and had to drop the age statement? I'm not sure. Possibly, or didn't have it uh, as much no, eight-year. I mean, like, mm-hmm. look, look, look what was going on. You just said, you know, it's a little, you know, you know, went bankrupt in 93, did you say? 91. 91. Well, I mean, look at that, though. What was eight years before 98? Huh? 90. 90. Yeah. You know, so I mean, that was in the lowest of the lowest of the bourbon craze right there and everything. I mean, it was bourbon was down, you know, and I mean, all these distillers are like, man, we don't need to be even distilling one shift a day right now. You know, we can distill six months out of the year, one shift, and we got plenty of bourbon for forecasted for what the market's doing. And I mean, at that point, if bourbon was that down in the late 80s and early 90s and it caught back on in the later 90s, you know, that's a good chance that they just didn't have eight-year-old product to keep in their stuff. Well, I mean, you listen, too, to, to, to Julian Van Winkle at a tasting. I, I was lucky enough to do that. And they about lost their asses in the late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, everybody about lost their ass. And my biggest fear is that's going to happen again before long. I mean, you look at what's going on in the Kentucky, just about every place you visit. If they're not a brand-new distillery that just opened up, like Lux Row or Bullet's new facility or something like that, they're expanding, and they're expanding significantly. I mean, Four Rose is at a ton of capacity. Well, I mean, the market, Buffalo though. Trace is spending $21 billion on their expansion. And, I mean, and that's including a ton of barrels going to be laid down for that. And not only that, just those two, I mean, everybody else is expanding, though. And, I mean, and sooner or later, you know, the market's going to have a little bit of a trend down, and there's going to be a ton of juice on the market. Well, no, I want you to compare the the 1998 wild turkey to this. Okay. I'm gonna go, I've already got my opinion after tasting it. Bob actually gave me some. I did. He got his panties out of that wad. I can't believe after knowing me for a year and a half, you still take anything I say seriously. But now I am going to actively search the boards. I'm going to find me an eight-year 101. I don't think I'll find a leader, but... My opinion of the, of the number eight, old number eight, 101, they are close. Mm. They are close. What's a synonym for close? Similar? Similar. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> oh, oh, no, wait a minute. So, what do we, are we having to speak in different languages for people to understand what we're talking about I these just want, days? I just want people to hear. So, was I right in saying that they are similar? Well, Bob, I mean. Not copies. I have not had a lot of older turkey. 
All right, but I'm now, just I, not. So now I, that you're, I, I haven't either. I'm and this good. isn't super old. It's only ninety eight. Now I've had super old, and I really don't like it. If you want to know, to me this but, but now, but because the thing is, I don't have anything that I have older than this was in decanters. Yeah, yeah. And you can't do an apples to apples. No, the de- decanter, decanter yeah. turkey to this. Yeah, decanter turkey to me is like flavored water. I mean, just I, I'm, I'm just gonna say it. There's no alcohol to it to me. Now it'd probably get me drunk. But it just tasting what we taste on a day-to-day basis. But this is very close. The only thing is, is it lacks sweetness and a little bit more spice. Mm-hmm. That's what I get. I mean, they're, they're very similar. They are. I mean, to me, the um, old number eight there, it's got a little bit more kind of a hint of cherry to it. Like cherry cola? Not cherry cola, Bob. <laughs> but a little bit more I get cherry. like an apricot. I don't get apricot. Um, Apra. 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 You wearing an apron? No. Uh, Apra. I'll wear an Apra. You wear an Afro? I'll wear an Afro. How about that? How about an Afro? You want to wear an Afro? No, I'll wear an Afro. That'd be pretty sweet <laughs> if he had an Afro on a bottle. Redhead. Oh, the, uh, you know what? But, I mean, it's, oh, got, it's got a little bit I more. I think we took oh, offense no, when I called him Ginger the other day. I know, time out. Could we hey, do? Yeah. You know, what's that basketball with um, Will Ferrell? Uh, basketball. Is it basketball? No. Uh, he, no. he, they, yeah, no, it's no, dolph- no. The, the Dolphins, though. It's, it's the uh, Flint, Michigan. Um, Semi-professional. Semi, semi-pro. Yeah. Semi-pro. semi-pro. That's what it was. Can we take that and put his face on Will Ferrell? Hell yeah, we can. And have him with a, with his big old beard and an afro. Dude, I'm a sticker genius. <laughs> you don't think I can't do that? <laughs> I'm telling you. You wait till you see some of the pictures I photoshopped you into. <laughs> yes, sir. Let me do something. Add a request. Add a request <clears throat> of some of our BS and Bourbon listeners. Our opinion is... Wild turkey's pretty damn good. No, we we, we really enjoy it. That's wild. our opinion. So, Daniel. I really, I just want to get a regular old 101 off the shelf right now just to see how it is. Well, it's two doors down. Very different. So, Daniel, where yep. can they find you at? Well, I'm on the Instagram, Barely Man. I'm on He's Facebook. I'm on Facebook, Daniel K-T-C-H-I-N. I can tell. He. I mean, he's got a heart on thumping the desk. Hold on. Hold on. Hear it? All right, so no. Your bearded man on the Instagrams. Now, what was the last thing you posted on the Instagram? You're going to have to say that again because we're going to have to cut that foot out. Bearded man. All right. Uh, yeah, bearded man on the now, Instagram. Now, why Why don't you go ahead and go take bearded man Dan and just have both? I don't know. You want to tell me how to edit it? Yeah, it's something we can do it right now. Damn, I bearded don't know how man to edit it. me your phone, son. Bearded man Dan. You like it? I don't know why we're changing. <clears throat> you said to. All right. Oh, so, you restart the segment? All right. So, uh, hey, Daniel, where can everybody find you? I don't even know now. Well, he has a fresh new edit on his Instagram. Ooh. It's barely underscore man underscore Dan. Barely underscore man underscore Dan. Why can't you just do barely man Dan? Well, I can. I mean, just let me delete it. Because I'm saying, don't say. Oh, no, you didn't save it. I clicked cancel. Okay. Because right, I'm southern underscore bourbon. Okay, where can they find me on Instagram, James? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Just leave it. I don't care if it stays, it stays the same or not. Just leave it. Oh, we got to wait 14 days. <laughs> you did, it did say. All right, so he is barely underscore man underscore Dan. He's got to wait saved. 14 days. It's saved. Hey, well, let me change it. It didn't save. It still says barely man right there. Yeah, no, change, refresh it. Oh, you did change it. All right. Yeah. All right, so. Um, hey. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look how perfect that sits right there. Yeah, it, it about sat perfect. There, you crushed it. Hey, Daniel, where can everybody find you? 
Um, they can find me on Instagram at barely man Dan. That's changed now, I guess. I don't know, James. But it's that. barely underscore man underscore Dan. No, it's just barely man Dan underscore. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> he is barely man Dan underscore. Oh, God. Cool. Is it like underscore XOXO? Or like underscore suicide girl. Do you understand? <laughs> you got me all screwed up, James. Do I don't know you, what you even do. Do you understand? Hey, James, where can they find me on Facebook? All right, how about that? Do you understand the opportunity I just squandered? Uh-huh. What I could have made him anybody, anything. Yeah. <laughs> and for fourteen days, he'd be stuck. Daniel, do you know how good of a friend I am of yours? Daniel, do you like the old turkey? Yeah. Good. Yeah, I like it. All right. Ain't had a bad one yet. You can yeah. also find him at Cork and Keg. On and Facebook, you, and you can find me on Facebook, uh, Daniel Kitchen, K-I-T-C-H-I-N. He kind of screwed me over. I'm tagging Cork and Keg and stuff, and then I, I it, it was a white background with red and, and black writing, and then you changed it to the black background. I'm like, what, what, what is this? Yeah, I was just messing around with it. I know. You freaked me up. Well, it's all right. All right. It ain't that hard to do. <laughs> well, Bob, where can they find us at? Well, they can always find us on the Instagrams. That's yep. B-S-A-N-D-Bourbon.atl. And we have our link tree there. Those of y'all who didn't know, our link tree gets us to all the episodes of the shows. It gets us to our Facebook group where we're most active. And uh, you can always find us on Facebook, BS and Bourbon. Then it's BS Ampersand Bourbon ATL. So well, everybody, get you some turkey. And if you like sweet, go for Warehouse G. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs>